Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have TK Bay back on the show, and he's coming on to brag. I'm just kidding. Uh, TK does come on and talk a little bit about this brand new purchase in his life. He got himself a Tesla. So we do talk a little bit about EVs, but of course, that dovetails us into some discussions later on about another company that's making their own EVs, and that would be Xiaomi. We did cover the Xiaomi Mega event with Nick Gray earlier this week, but we have some thoughts as well because TK also has the Mi 11 Lite on hand, so he gives a couple of thoughts on that. We mostly talk about Xperia uh, devices that might be coming out soon as Sony just teased an upcoming event and announcement. Uh, And then we also talk about, in terms of Xiaomi, the Mi Mix Fold and why foldables may not have been everything we thought they were cracked up to be, at least later on in our long-term usage, at least in TK's uh, case. In my case, I already wasn't a big fan of the foldable, uh, at least for my practical use case scenarios. But before I give everything away, why don't we get into this discussion? It's myself and TK Bay in this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Enjoy. All right. I I realize. Okay. So one of the reasons why I was pushing really hard to have you on for today is number one, we Uh haven't been able to kick it for a while. Um, Yeah, it's been a little while. Always love having TK on the show. And uh, the other thing, too, is I feel kind of bad sometimes asking because it's Thursday night is best of our week. And then you would do this one. And then you have Saturday mornings with tech. (laughs) And and the weird part about it is so. I, I still haven't figured out how to work this with Juan because we finish so late and I wake up so early. I still got up at five. I went to sleep at midnight. And I woke up at five because I still have my normal day to day activity stuff that I need to take care of. So there was other things. And, and we, we, you know, we talked about it. There was, you know, I had to go help out some family, uh, you know, take care of some stuff. And I, so yeah, it, it's a tough swing between the two. And I've been talking to Juan. We're trying to figure out it, at least for the next, well, why, not next why week, is but it the week that after. time for Juan though? Oh, so it was, we said it originally because we wanted to make sure that the families were asleep, mm. right? It was it was in the middle of the week. He has his Monday mornings. I have my Saturday mornings. So anywhere in between the two is wouldn't work. But if we tried to do it in the middle of the day, um, I think he he has some pre, sometimes he generally has a, like some commitments with Mioeg, depending on where things are. Gotcha. So evening is a little bit hard. Once everybody goes to sleep, kind of, we end up, you know, basically starting. And the, the general goal is about an hour, an hour and a half. So, but as you see, it always kind of spills over. As to I've been two. on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, every, every time it's like, it never, there's never, uh, there's always these little tangents and we'll end up having this. It's, it's not a consistent flow. Um, but in two weeks when Ramadan starts, I can't do that schedule as much anymore because I have to be up at three. Mm. So there's that whole, I, I talked to him about it a little bit. So we are going to shift it slightly earlier. I'm not sure how we're going to do it. Uh, but we're, we, that may end up being the, the catalyst into changing the timing a little bit, uh, as well. So we'll have to see. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't mind having it like an early morning, uh, show on Thursdays that, you know, I think it would work for many, uh, kind of similar to the best of our week, but again, it depends on his, uh, his availability on Thursdays because that typically is, is his, uh, new act day. This is the life of our content creation, especially when you put in like live streams that are scheduled every single week. Like case mm-hmm. in point is ours. Um, yep. But yeah, well, either way, thank you again, always, always as always, Anytime, for yeah. being on anytime you are. Thank you for being flexible on the timing. That's all I'll have to say that because uh, yeah, it's 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 been a day. It's been a day for I'm, sure. I'm uh, I'm nothing if not adaptable. There was one time when I was doing the Android Authority podcast that I had uh, Fisher on, and this was shortly after he became Mister Mobile, and mm-hmm. he was uh, he was still navigating the waters as far as like what his commitments are during a show. This was MWC in particular that we were doing this at. And it just mm-hmm. so happened that he was able to come on the show because his flight, he missed his flight. 
And um, it wasn't even really his fault. It was just like scheduling just got really messed up. So I was able to meet up with him and he sits and we sit down in his hotel room and, and he looks at me and he goes, Oh, like, so when are you planning on having this podcast out? Because didn't I cancel on you like three times? And I was like, Oh, I mean, once the opportunity came up, I was just going to do an extra one with you. I just wanted to have you on. And he was like, you're the most flexible person I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, when it comes to like hanging out with friends, I always will be like, that's just what it is. And hopefully soon, like you and I, like we're you, by the way, congratulations on the new, uh, on the purchase purchase. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, loan, I would say loan. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not, I mean, it's uh, no, definitely did not want to lease that, that it's in, no, no, no. Um, we, the, the the Tesla was um, the Tesla was something I've been waiting for for a while, and mm. and the, and the torture of waiting for it after putting your order is is crazy because of it, it's a, it, they play with your emotions. The estimated delivery date changes almost on a daily basis, and it goes from like days to weeks to nice. months, and then you have no idea. And you know, and you call your your associate, the person that helped you originally, but you know, do the test drive, and they have no idea. They they're just basically saying, yeah, it should be this month, it should be this month, and. And then lo and behold, last Friday, they delivered it. I had an Amazon delivery of a car kind of a thing. Oh, I don't so know. They, they rolled it up to it you. Was, it was delivered. I didn't even have to go to the wow. dealership. This whole thing was an online purchase. Let's just say that. That's like Amazon gone wild if there's ever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. serious congrats there. And I was already like yeah. messaging you and Juan like, oh, it's road trip time. And the, <laughs> I, no, no, no for sure. For sure. Once once we're all able to, you know, uh, you know, sit within small confined areas um, all true. cool and stuff like soon in, a f- in the near future. Uh, I think definitely for sure. Uh, I've been like seriously just enjoying the, just the, the, the amount of tech in the car, mm-hmm. the tech alone. Uh, the fact that I could be anywhere and find exactly where my car is. If I forgot to close my door, my car sends me a message and says, your door is open. Your trunk is open. You forgot to do, you know, like th- things like that. Uh, and just the fact that it's just fun to drive. It's small, it's nimble, and it's very sporty. Um, and it's crazy fast, like literally 4.1 seconds from zero to 60. Yeah. Not that I want to do that all the time, but it's nice to know that it's there. Yeah, totally. So I'll always yeah. remember the first time I, I rode in an electric car, which actually wasn't a Tesla actually to be, to oh. be, to be fair. Um, I did a, um, I did a spot for, for one of Android authorities, um, sister sites mm-hmm. and I got to ride in the lucid air. So Lucid Air. So Lucid okay, I heard that one. Lucid yeah. for a while was was accused of being a vaporware company because they were coming out with these like Model S uh alternatives that were like super mm-hmm. high end and very premium and their car looked so it looked so dope like and and it was made in California, designed in California, even built in California at some of the factory and one of the factories that they have here. So they had mm-hmm. they had all of these stylings and I remember one detail in the door jam not of the door, yeah. but of like the actual, in the frame of the car uh, where mm-hmm. the door would secure itself, there were actually area codes um, in the design of it. And the area codes were of Long Beach, San Diego, San Francisco. Oh, nice. They were very yeah. Californian, which of course I'm, I'm going to be all about. We, all sat, about. we sat in one of those prototype cars that they were showing off. The inside was bare bones. Even if the outside was complete, they knew what the design wanted to be on the outside. But we sat mm-hmm. inside and like it was like guts, like there was nothing <laughs> in the car. So my brother and I get in this car and he's helping me film this video. And he goes, one of the best, uh, the, the driver uh, who was giving us the demo was like, one of the best parts about electric vehicles is that there's no torque. Like it's not really about torque. You're not revving up to a speed. You just hit oh, that oh, speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you just, yeah, it's, it's instant, um, 
Yeah, it, it's a very instant. Uh, it's and but it's also different to drive too. I don't know how. I mean, the the Lucid was with, but at least with the Tesla. Um, so it's instant acceleration, but the in, the regen function of the car, you you can actually literally drive the car without ever touching the brake. Mm. Like the brake pedal is almost not really needed, except for that those emergency brakes that you. I've been hearing that too. That yeah. Regen. Yeah, yeah, I've never driven one like myself, but when he when he hit the accelerator, my goodness, like my you, my you my, like, my nose was like, on what? the back of my head. Like that's how hard that that because uh, torque was the wrong word, but you know what I mean. We're not yeah, yeah. we're not no, no, revving anyway. up to that speed. We just immediately no, no. hit that speed, and it's like, oh my god, um, the, and that was it, nuts. That's an instant pull, and so the crazy part about it is, so I don't have the the fastest model. Obviously, there is the performance model. I got the long range. Uh, the mm -hmm. long range does four six, zero to sixteen four point one, and they have this acceleration boost, which I, I don't really know if it's ever worth it for me because it's literally it's like two thousand dollars just to get a half a second off from four point one or four point two down to three point seven, uh, <laughs> which is still not as fast as the sport. The sport can go down to three point four because that's needed in LA traffic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like as as you're like zoo, zoo, like you'll do that like every and then you kill the battery because you you know you're yeah, you you're keep, revving it up yeah. But short answer, it, it's a fun car to drive. Um, I test drove the Mach-E from Ford. Um, and that was the one that we saw back at the last official CES that we were both at. If you remember the big blue one or greenish blue they had at the, I think it was at the West Hall, right next to where Samsung is usually. They had a big Mach-E version of it. I think it I don't, see, you yeah. guys were doing, yeah, you guys, you and Issa, I think we're, we're doing the, um, the Qualcomm scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt yeah. The, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I got a chance to see it there. I liked it. I test drove it finally. Um, it felt like a car. It felt like a regular car. Like, you know, if I had to, if, if you had to get into a car, like let's say, you know, a Ford or like a typical Ford, it felt like that. So I didn't really feel the excitement of, you know, the Tesla level, like mm. the spaceship level look kind of thing. I don't know the best way to say. Um, so I, that was one of the other, re one of the reasons why I didn't, even though it had more incentives and stuff like that, but I wanted to feel that Tesla experience and really they you know, they've done a good job and it's still you know, I think they're still delivering more than what they're anticipating. Like Q1 supposedly is doing way better for them. Tesla's okay. doing very nice. So they're actually finally delivering on on the on the promises they've said. They're no longer delayed. Um, and I like the fact that my car was built in Northern California. It was delivered to me. It was like, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty tight. Um, what was Where was I going to go? Oh, I, I promise that when I do finally like ride in that car with you, I'll do my best not to. Because uh, the last time I rode in a Tesla was with one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's, he's a chill dude. Um, he worked really hard to get that, uh, in his case, Model S, uh, because this I was, was before I was the going three. For, yeah, I, I was, I was initially thinking of going for the S I honestly, cause I just drove the, the three a while back. I felt like the three wasn't big enough. Like I'm, I'm used to sedans. I'm used to bigger cars. Ah, uh, see, I'm, I'm a hatchback guy, as you know. Um, well, so I started with a Celica. My first two mm. cars was a, a Toyota Celica GT. And then my second one was a Toyota Supra, which were both basically two door hatchbacks. Yep. Um, and I, so I love, love those, Supras. but you know, when family cars and stuff like that, it, it changes a little bit, right? When you have kids and stuff like that. Well, so, I wouldn't know, but yeah. <laughs> uh, no way. I, I, what I meant to say is like, you know, when you're having to always figure that there's going to be at least three people with you in the vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. It changes the the dynamic of having a hatchback because the hatchback seats in the back are typically like, you know. Yeah. I always, I always go four door, even if it's a hatchback. So oh, I, okay. I always yeah, do yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, like I was in the car with him and we were driving to a party and um, he just like picked me up. He's like, hey, you know, let me pick you up. I got the Tesla, you know, like you don't have to worry about gas or anything like that. And I was like, mm -hmm. sweet, cool. Um, I, I remember trashing on him at the party because they were like, oh, Josh got to ride in CJ's, um, Tesla and I'm naming him. He doesn't listen to the show, but he doesn't care. Um, 
I'm always the one in my friend group who gets roasted and I finally got to roast him. And I, and he was, I was like, CJ's got all this tech in his car. He still misses the exit. <laughs> What's the point of well, all of that? If you're going to miss the exit, come on. <laughs> it, it It's, it's crazy, but yeah, no, the, the, the self-driving on the car has gotten a lot better since, mm. uh, but I, I, I liked, I liked the S it just the, so the revamped S if I was going for it, cause I wasn't going to, I wasn't buying used. I was buying a new one. Um, was almost like 100k mm. with the the, the, pli- the plate or the plaid model. I don't know how they say it, but it's the one with the yoke where the steering wheel is no longer a steering wheel. It's more of like a spaceship yoke. So they're oh. seriously, they're they're going straight for uh, yeah. Well, clearly <laughs> you know, for Enterprise. our listeners, where you can tell TK and I are just hanging out today, like it's uh, end of the week. You would have your best of the week, and we just have our end of the week. But yeah, um, exactly. Because the thing is, we have uh, one huge event the mega event that Nick Gray and I already kind of uh, covered. But we'll talk about a few different things, especially since TK actually has his hands on a device that I, for whatever reason, wasn't able to get. Uh, but but speaking of events, um, there are a couple yeah. of small things that are kind of coming up um, mm-hmm. as far as little news bits uh, that we can discuss. Did you get your registration invitation for MWC? No, I didn't actually, not yet. You should check um, because if I were to look in my inbox right now, yeah, mm-hmm. I literally have a thing that says Josh uh, GSMA uh, MWC Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Dear Joshua, MWC and 4YFN are excited to welcome you back to the world's biggest connectivity event in sunny Barcelona because so it's going to be sunny this time. It's going to happen June twenty eighth to July first. Nice. Okay. okay. Well, they moved it, but of course they did. Yeah. Um, Jaime and I, one of the episodes where Jaime and I were in the same room yep. doing a podcast, uh, we talked about I, this at length and I got the email. Yep. It's, 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 it didn't land in my main inbox. It ended in the, yeah. In the Google and their organization. Let's just say that. Um, I still don't feel right going. <laughs> the, so there's, there's a big, like even there, I mean, just for reference, I mean, we're starting in, in LA, they're starting to open up theme parks, right? Mm-hmm. So. Places with massive, but theme parks are at least open, you know, open, stiff, open space. Um, MWC, we've, we've all been there. It's, it's a massive hall. Like it's, it is basically in, all enclosed. The open areas are purely small and, and it's very much spread apart. I don't know why they would want to like. Put us all in one place. <laughs> but, not, but not only that. Europe isn't really at the same level as we are right now with vaccinations and, and, and cases. That's very true. So the, for them to 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 change that approach now and just totally ignore reality, it, it's almost like somehow somewhere they have a magical calendar where they say, you know what, on June first it's going to be over. We're yeah. done. It's just, but I don't. I don't. That's just not responsible. I think I understand why they're doing it. I realize. I mean, I, I understand the need. France is in their what third or fourth lockdown already. Yeah. Um, and, and, and what they're probably, what are they expecting? Are I mean, much slower than us. That's the other problem. And like I said, in the, in the last time I, I brought this up, I, I understand that for Barcelona, a big event like MWC is a huge thing for their commerce. I get that. Like, uh, I understand people need to work, people need to make their money, all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. what is Spain expect or Barcelona in particular? What are they expecting? Like the only people in the world who are vaccinated enough on mass to be able to attend a thing like this are Americans and Chinese. Mm-hmm. Like that's about it. Maybe Canada, well, but maybe, maybe a little bit, yeah, but still like, I mean, if you think about it, it's still, so just be, we need to keep in mind also that vaccination is not a hundred percent. You could still technically get it. It may not be, it may not affect you as much, but the problem that you're also factoring here is that you're bringing in 
people from around the world, different strands, different uh, different backgrounds. It, it's that whole combination of like the worst case scenario of trying to say, how did somebody from the U.S. get a strand from another country is because he went to the same place as the guy that went there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Th- those were the initial problems we had when the, the, it started to spread. People weren't being aware of it, you know, weren't aware and you just got it. But yeah, we're not vaccinated for, for in the U.S. with people that are vaccinated. They're not vaccinated against all strands. Yeah. They're vaccinated against the primary ones in the U.S. They're fairly the effective against those strains that we're being told. Yes. But still, like, it brings a whole new meaning to, like, con flu or, like, CES flu. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if after July we all of a sudden start hearing about an MWC strain? Like, come on. Like, it's it, – it, I don't know. It's really tough. And not even just – not even just pointing to the fact that we have uh, – that my people in particular my demographic mm-hmm. is facing kind of a weird worldly like like asian hate type of thing going on right now That's that me. i don't feel yeah. safe in many places i really don't i mean if anyone's been keeping score on my on my channel i haven't even done a video in my office because i don't want to leave and go into that area and be out where you know things could happen so i've been literally robbed in barcelona before what's to say that that can't happen again when the danger is that much higher given the state of the earth right now or the earth of That's, society right now well no, no it, it's it's very eye-opening i mean realistically we're just many things hitting you at the same time mm-hmm. and and like i said the decisions from from the organization that runs it uh is just i i don't want to say selfish i want to say more um, I don't think it's planned out correctly. I think uh, it, they're they're re, they're basically given into you know pressures from. I understand monetary they want to do, but they're not going to get the experience. They're not getting MWC as MWC was. Exactly. Um, and, we even and have even, one big example of that here. I'm, I'm pulling up a story. Google mm-hmm. put out an official statement that basically said we're not going. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Here's here's their full statement. It's actually only a few sentences long. Following our Mm -hmm. current COVID-19 travel restrictions and protocols, Google has made the decision to not exhibit at Mobile World Congress this year. We will continue to collaborate closely with GSMA and support our partners through virtual opportunities. We look forward to this year's activities and seeing you in Barcelona in 2022. I mean, yeah. It's a smart thing to say. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no. 2021 is the year of recovery and the, the, the path is not clear. We are not there. We're on the way. It's getting better, uh, but I think it's too soon, mid June. I mean, I mean, hey, the the Olympics are also you know making sure that not everybody can go and and suddenly you know flood Japan with new strands and everything. So you don't if if the Olympics can think about it, why is you know MWC not able to manage it? Yeah, that part um, is a little bit. I have to confess something though, because the Olympics are keeping foreign spectators from actually attending the games i'm hoping that means tourism is at a low despite the fact mm-hmm. that the uh the olympics are happening so that prices actually kind of stay down i i i want to go to japan after vaccination Dude. like i was talking to jaime about this and i was like you know what because jaime is like i'm 100 going to barcelona are you kidding me it's one of his favorite places in the world i can't blame him and i was like well then you go to your favorite place in the world and i'm gonna go to my favorite place in the world <laughs> <laughs> if you need me to help you with mwc coverage just remote me <laughs> in I, from Tokyo. Uh, I, I am i am i am team japan all the way for sure yeah that, I, I like barcelona and i enjoyed barcelona but i loved I love Japan. There's no past. I love Japan. It's yeah. just as I'm, a. Um, I'm, I'm, just I'm working. I'm, I'm going to be working towards getting to Osaka for a little while later in the summer or something like that. So I'm. I'm. I'm so very much Joshua Vergara from Osaka. That's how we're going to do it. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? And uh, 
But yeah, so MWC is still kind of happening. Like it is, I guess it is what it is. There's not a, it's going to happen and hopefully everyone stays safe um, with, uh, with everything that's going on. We do have one other event that's going to be coming up a lot closer than that. Um, Apparently on April 14th, Sony is going to be announcing their next Xperia device. That was out of, I, I honestly, so I'm not going to lie, but I, I, I seriously thought it was an April fool's. I, it, the, the timing of the announcement at the same day as all of the other announcements, you know, and I'm doing air quotes for everybody on the, on the podcast. Cause I'm like, I just did something, but this is not a video. Um, I honestly thought it was going to be like, you know, they were like, Oh yeah. Just fooled. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So it looks like, yeah. 14th, less than two weeks away or so from now, we so are going to be officially introduced to the next Xperia. So I obviously, you know, the Xperia one Mach three, which I think a lot of us are, everybody's been basically, you know, they've been waiting for it. Um, we had the Xperia Pro recently come out officially. Which you, um, you can still have your hands on it. Um, I, I actually finally got it back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I have another, I have another small collaboration with uh, with Sony indirectly this time, not, oh, not directly on their side. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I get to play with it for another week or so. So it's that's great. <laughs> so being more intimately involved with Sony and the Xperia line, um, yeah. My my question when it comes to these up because. I think I can speak for most people when I say that it's great that Sony is back in the fold when it comes to the US and the market mm-hmm. here and whatnot. I mean, the Xperia 1, the Xperia 1 Mark II, 5 and 5 Mark II, of course. Um, it's great to see them come back to the US. It's great to see them try. But is yeah. the hype still real when a new event like this comes up and you're going to see now another Xperia 1 that has potentially, and, and I'm not belly aching here, I'm just saying mm-hmm. what I believe are the facts of the situation, which is it's going to be the same body style. It's going to be the same Some, design. Yeah. For um, the most part. We don't know how far the cameras are going to go, but as we've seen in the Xperia 1s so far, while they are great tools, they aren't necessarily the absolute best cameras in the smartphone market. Like It's hard to argue that. Um, yeah. So what, where's your hype for the Xperia's? I, so the excitement that I'm looking for with Xperia is the, with, and it kind of has also like a big factor with the things that are going on with LG right now. Obviously we, we, we heard the news. It's, you know, LG as a company is basically I'm waiting just, until the fifth. I want to actually hear it from the horse's mouth. I, I, I don't, that's why I haven't brought it up on the show yet is because it's like, I, I'm holding out not really hope, but I don't want to do it until it's absolutely official. So with, but with that being said. Um, it's where in April, we haven't heard a single thing about the, the V series. Typically like last year, by now the V60 was already out. We knew that that was the announcement. It was like that. True. So when I see that and I see what Sony's trying to do, what they did with the one Mark two was a very big, different approach than when they did with the original one. The first one was the, the proof of concept. I call it, you know, the Xperia one was a 4k panel, large, you know, very thin, tall display, uh, device, which is focusing on cinematics, f- focusing on creator based, uh, uh, you know, content, uh, consumption. The one Mark two brought in better battery management, better cameras, uh, the, ca- the cinema pro and the camera pro apps, both augmented the alpha experience onto the Sony Xperia. They brought in the headphone jack back. They gave us wireless charging again. So those are things that I felt like Sony listened to their users. Mm. They are giving, they're giving them what they want. And that was where the hype was built up there. What I'm building up, what I'm at least anticipating you know, for this year, for the improvements that we're looking for is obviously in the camera department, I'm anticipating some improvements in the camera sensors, maybe better sensors. There's a possibility they could go with a higher, slightly higher, maybe the 16 megapixels as opposed to the 12, a better telephoto experience maybe. But I look at it as 
there's no really a perfect camera system on any phone. Every ca- every device will have, you know, it's a curve, right? It's, you'll have some improvements here, some def- you know, deficiencies there. Uh, I just want to see them do, give us basically, obviously, the power of the 888, which is what we're going, more than likely going to see. Mm-hmm. Hopefully bring in 5G into the US, which we right now currently only have on the Xperia 1, uh, sorry, on the Xperia Pro. So getting those type of connectivities that we lacked last year, I feel like that's still a decent experience. And for them being the only manufacturer releasing a flagship with a headphone jack, that's crazy. Yeah. Like serious level of uh, of, of experience, really. Audio input over USB-C, audio input over headphones. Um, and now, obviously, with HDMI input, that was a big feature that we, they brought in with the Mark 1, Mark 2 with the update. There's a lot to be said that Sony's doing, and they're doing it by themselves, but it's their alpha. So I'm excited for them because I, I'm a big alpha user. So I use their cameras on everything between, you know, main camera that we're talking about right now, B camera, uh, you know, going around. I, I, for the most part, invested heavily in their system. And I like that. And I, and I like that my phone gives me that same experience. Like when I'm taking photos with the Xperia Pro or the Xperia 1, I feel like I'm using a Sony. Mm. So I think that's where you, you get that excitement. But like I said, at the end of the day, you're right. Uh, the cameras, you know, the front-facing camera needs... I, I, I understand why it doesn't have any... <laughs> it's not a good camera. Uh, it's because, you know, DSLRs do not have a front-facing camera. You never see a <laughs> selfie taken with that one. <laughs> so the, 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 the focus is heavily implemented on the, on the back sensors. So uh, I'm hoping... You know, like I said, that Sony builds on the uh, on their uh, ca- on the, also on their battery technology that they mm-hmm. put in, like the better charging, the HS power control, long battery life. Those are things that we haven't seen many companies really trying to go after as much. Um, that, that's that feature, HS power control, the ability to plug in your phone and running the phone without charging the battery, is a Sony feature. Mm. So. You know what I mean? Like with other companies, what they've done is they give you faster charging. They give you, you know, split batteries and all of those. But at the end of the day, you're running heat. Like the 888 of the phone is, is showing heat. So I would say probably also one of the other thing I would love is to see the Xperia Pro thermal management. Because we know that the, the cooling system that we have here is much better on the one come into the Xperia 1 Mach 3. So there's some, there are definitely things they can improve. More like generational improvements. Yeah. But I'm at least, those are the things I'm looking, hopeful, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing on the 14th. I hope that... Hopefully. I mean, it seems like with like a couple of leaks and whatnot that many yep. of those things are going to come to pass. Um, at least the headphone jack. That that I can say I, <laughs> with the with the, all the leaks that we've seen, headphone jack is there. I'm good. Nice. Um, the uh, HS power management. I actually, it's great that you brought that back up because I, I kind of forgot about it. I have an Xperia Five Mark Two. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Now. That has to be great well, yeah. to to use that, especially with all the gaming that I've been doing recently. Like mm-hmm. I'm a little bit too into Wild Rift. I can't believe I'm playing LOL. And um, after all of the, after I used to trash people who used to play LOL, like, because they were so obsessed. And it's like, um, it, it, it got to a point. And now that's on mobile, I tried it out. I'm like, you know what? I get why people like MOBAs. I, I get yeah. it. I get it now. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a good experience. But I mean, I'm, it would I'm be glad good to play that using, it, it'd be good to play it on, on that kind of power management where it's like, you, mm-hmm. know, you could just, you're just powering the phone. Um, as far as the it cameras are concerned, cool. though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the the as far as the cameras are concerned, though, I just I wish and I hope that Sony would start to blend some of their worlds together, because mm-hmm. I think by and large, anybody who's able to cover phones like the Oppo Find X3 Pro and even the OnePlus Nine Pro, man, mm-hmm. these Sony IMX seven sixty sixes are great. Like these fifty megapixel shooters that are being put on the wide angle. But even just mm-hmm. then, the sensor itself is very sound. It's very good. And 
I want to see that more often, um, even though it's clear that Xperia and the Alpha team are coming together and they're all like 12. 12 is a magic number. And like, <laughs> Well, it, it was more on the, it's also, it's a 12, but it's a bigger sensor. It, agree, it agree. was it, the, the effect that they were trying to do was to, to reduce the amount of post-processing needed to generate those images. So there's there's the school of where everybody does a heavy lifting on the, on the post-processing side where, you know, Google actually obviously is king, as we know. But when it comes down to what Sony's trying to do, I think their biggest effort was to give you the best type of experience with the three different lenses. That that focal length that it covers from all the way from 16 all the way mm -hmm. to 200. Very true. That's a crazy, and the transition between the lenses is crazy smooth. Um, 4K 120, I mean, we saw it on the OnePlus, uh, but you know, it's again, very few devices can do 4K 120 right now. Mm -hmm. So th they have, like, like I said, it, we're seeing heavy influence from the Alpha team. I'm just hoping that the same team is still there and they're just building more stuff. Uh, but you're right. From from when you when you get a chance to play around with an FX3 or a Pro or even when you're playing with a OnePlus 9 Pro, there are other options on the market and there's going to be benefits and, and things. But from a production standpoint, if you are the person, if you're the cameraman and you're using your phone to produce content for it, the level of control within Sony's Cinema Pro is by far. Like that rack focus, just rack focus alone, that feature alone is worth gold. Set your A and B and let that do a smooth transition right there. In totally the agree. I totally agree yeah. with that. And that yeah, was yeah. one of my favorite things to do. I remember when I first started in this uh, in this industry, when I first started doing videography, I used mm -hmm. to use a zoom as part of my my video as part of my shots, part of my footage. Mm -hmm. And I remember since I, since right before Android Authority, I worked with a, a wedding photography studio that did videos like same day edits and whatnot for weddings. Um, mm -hmm. I used to do zooms all the time. Like I would be on, I would have a shot of the groom. And then as he says something, I'm like zooming into him and they're like, don't do that. That's like newscaster stuff. Um, but then it, I was able to do it again on the Xperia 1 Mark too, And I was like, oh, this is pretty tight. Like <laughs> I'm pretty happy with yeah, this. <laughs> the, the level of control that we get within, like I said, it's, it's very, it's, I mean, it, and it, just for reference, it does have obviously an auto mode in Camera Pro. It, it's not that it doesn't have the auto mode that we typically have on on. But I on think Xperia, that's, uh, I think that's where I find the weakness is because clearly Sony can make the hardware that then all of these other companies like Oppo and OnePlus are able to elevate to greater heights. Meanwhile, exactly, Sony yeah. kind of they pigeonhole themselves with these 12 megapixel, great dynamic range, great uh, hardware, just based upon the virtue of the sensor itself. But then they need mm -hmm. to put, I want them to put more effort into actually making it so that it's a shooter that literally anybody can use um, because that's what the other sensors are being used as on the other phones. And I, and I think for the most part, I think Sony may not be trying to target everybody at this but, point. I, yeah, I truly feel like Sony's really trying to heavily focus like it, their advertising their their promotions their everything they're doing right now is pro, primarily focused on giving you that pro level experience mm -hmm. i mean it's all about alpha really i mean their alpha one that came out their the uh the you know the the uh sorry the the, the 7s mark three uh sorry uh, their whole experience is basically trying to shift into that and i think sony's smartphones or the xperias are trying to mimic that so yeah it's it, it's a tough thing. I don't. Yeah, they're not. I, we know obviously that the pro is not selling like hotcakes at, at you know at twenty five hundred exactly. Uh, but it, again, their consumer for that is the prosumer, the companies, the people that have fleets of people that are on the road, the mobile journalists, people that need to be able to broadcast straight from an A seven S three in in a heartbeat. So yeah, yeah. I just I, Sony just is like 
I just got done watching Falcon and Winter Soldier today, so I have these terminologies in my head. But Sony's yeah, kind so of... I have, yeah, I haven't seen that one. I'm not, not going yeah, 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 okay, okay. to say anything about the, the episode. I'm just saying, like, terminology kind of hits me in the head. I just keep thinking, like, Sony's a little bit... They got the, they got this Hydra thing going on where they have many heads, and it's they're going in different places, and clearly they're good at every single one thing, but, you know, it never comes together, you know? So, we'll have uh, to see, yeah. And, and, it, and it's, it's a complaint that we've said about Sony for years, is that, you know, they clearly make all the great hardware. How come their phones don't seem to reach that level? Well, I give Sony a lot of credit for not really niching, but focusing, focusing mm-hmm. on a very specific subset. And one last thing we'll talk about as far as the upcoming Xperia announcement, um, Okay, so it says here, I'm, I'm actually looking at one of the articles from The Verge about it. The banner mm-hmm. gives no real hints to what uh, will be announced, but the rumors are about the flagship, the Xperia 1 Mark III, and this is the one that I'm looking forward to, the return yep. of the compact line. I'm so into that. Like, I, I can't wait. It's been, few, yeah, it's been a few years we haven't seen compact. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, to I have, think the last time was you and Juan, right? Wasn't you, weren't you, you guys hanging out with him having the compact? It might have like been. It was during, there was a pop-up, I think, in Santa Monica for Google Home. Remember? You guys had, they were giving out donuts. <laughs> yeah. I'll always that, remember so, donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it was, it, yeah. So short answer is, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they could do. And if they're able to keep, like I said, the way they did the five and the one, that would be amazing if they could do it in a compact. Yeah. The five had compact vibes for a little bit, but yep. um, we'll see where it Not goes with two. that. Yeah, not the two. <laughs> yeah, that the, I was gonna say the five Mark II definitely shifted into gaming mode. It felt like it was like the five was originally a compact. Now this one's like, nope, this is our gaming series. This is our flagship photography and 4K series. So, yeah, you see, yeah. you keep you keep reconvincing me. Like my my Xperia five is sitting, waiting to be used because I have other phones, obviously. But yeah, I should come back to gaming on that thing because I'm play some Wild Rift on it, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna no, come no, back I, to it. Enjoy it and run that HPS, HS power control and power that power that phone without even have to worry about charging the battery. And you're getting a good experience either way. Like I said, you know, 120 hertz, uh, 1080p, solid panel, um, and great speakers. And mm-hmm. you're just—it's all of the all of the main highlights of the uh, the One Mach Two. Uh, we're just not having the 4K and the larger panel. So yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we go ahead and talk about some of uh, the devices that we actually have on hand? But we're going to do that right after the break. Uh, in our little uh, a little break between uh, the segments, we actually did get into what will probably be a lot of our conversation for the back half of the show. Um, I I went through a lot of what Xiaomi uh, announced at their mega events, which it turned out to be two days. I'm still flabbergasted at how that day one happened. First of all, for us here in the West Coast, the events were at 4.30 in the freaking morning. And as everybody <laughs> knows, I'm very bad at waking up early, but I did for these. Um, on the first day, Li Jun, literally at the, literally on stage, goes, "I got a cold, so we're gonna do the rest tomorrow." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> I gotta wake up at four thirty again." Um, but anyway, it was their mega event. Literally hours upon hours of announcements, uh, not only on mm-hmm. smartphones but also their uh, well-regarded me like ecosystem with yeah. like the air purifiers and whatnot i would i have mine here by the way <laughs> nice um, i enjoy i like it yeah the one that i got i gave to my brother um so yeah, it's yeah. it's uh it's purifying his house um <laughs> but yeah i'm using it to keep the office uh you know apparently better uh, but it, it it works as a fan as, as as well as a purifier so for me it's it's keeping the temperature yeah. <laughs> nice. nice and then yeah um a solid hour at the end of lejeune like literally 
in real time lamenting over the decision to actually make a car. Like, I I was scoffing, I'm not going to lie. I was scoffing at just how much exposition he was going through about how, like, mm-hmm. Elon Musk and I met back in 2013. And since then, I was like, well, we put so much of our heart into this company and maybe we're going to make a car. But it's really hard. But the thing is, mm-hmm. making a car is very enticing, but it's hard. <laughs> like, And his, his back and forth. And then I realized uh, the reason why they gave him so much of that time. And granted, it's his company. He can do whatever he wants. But yeah. the other reason why is because apparently this is going to be his final huge move as CEO mm. of Xiaomi. It's going to be his last big investment in the company that okay. he's built from MIUI into the number three world's manufacturer of phones. So, yeah. okay, fine. If this is like his swan song, is this car, then cool. Um, anyway, Nick and I talked at length about the majority of them. So I could, I could just check with you. Like, what were some of your highlights of the mega event? So for me, it was primarily, obviously, the the, the involvement of the different levels. So I... I knew, uh, so just give a little bit of a, a, a BTS on this, on this one. We, obviously, I knew that the you know the Mi 11 was coming out. I know there was a Mi 11 Lite uh, coming out, but I was surprised uh, that, you know, with the level of involvement, the level of announcements, the things that they covered, like you said, the ecosystem, the B-Band 6 looks so much nicer. Like, I was truly surprised of, like, how the looks on that end. Um, and then you get also the, you know, the Mi 11 Ultra, like the, all of those things that you, which surprise, surprise, looks so close to the actual leaks that we saw in that video like months ago. <laughs> you know, there was that one guy with the two colors, like, uh, it was, I guess they were real. Uh, but, they, but the fact that it actually has touch control, that you're able to use it to actually control the phone, it doesn't actually, it's not a passive one way, you know, just display kind of used on the back. Uh, and the camera sensors, the 50 megapixel sensors that they're using back there. So there was a lot of, there's a lot of things there that I'm very excited to see uh, come to life. Um, but it is the fact that it's barely end of March and Xiaomi is literally gunning for almost everybody, if you think about it. The first 888 and the first 780 on the market, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's playing catch up at this point. And it's April, like right now, seriously, like if Samsung releases a phone, they're playing catch up. Yeah. Anybody uses the 780, they're playing catch up. Like they have such a cool deal with, with Qualcomm. Like seriously, <laughs> Qualcomm's like, hey, we have something new. Xiaomi's like, okay, let me make it into a phone real quick. I, so. I really wish I could ask somebody about that too. Um, I, I, yeah. I know that some of us probably have during like Tech Summit or something like that. But the next mm-hmm. time I'm down in San Diego, which will actually be fairly soon, um, <laughs> I would love to like just meet up with some Qualcomm buddies and just be like, hey, so you and Xiaomi, like, damn. <laughs> What's up with that Xiaomi story, man? <laughs> no, yeah. Exactly. Um, Where is Xiaomi's offices down here? No, uh, it's it, because I would I'm want excited. to visit. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. We, we, so there's, there's a big, obviously, uh, we, we are fans of how the, the message or at least the products that Xiaomi puts out. I, I mean, we're both talking about it, but the reality, if you guys could see the video, I have a Xiaomi monitor sitting right behind me. That's a gaming monitor. Mine's they're, in my office. You know, mm-hmm. It's a crazy, crazy good monitor. Um, they make great products. They are known around the world for, not only just them, but they're sub-brands. There's a lot of sub-brands. As a company, Xiaomi is a massive company. Uh, I, I, so the, the, what I'm trying to lead to is they truly have the ecosystem and, the, and the, the infrastructure to be able to produce and go against some of the biggest companies in the world. They're either number one or number two in China right now in their home turf anyways between them and Oppo. So at the end of the day, if you really think about it, it's, you know, it's, the, it's, it's for them to take. So I'm excited. I'm happy with what they announced. I'm a little bit worried about like what else is going to be announced at the end of the year because we're just still in April, right? So true. if this was the beginning 
Oh, and the Memix, of course, I, the return of the Memix line. Uh, that that to me was, I, I wish that that was not a China only uh, like hardware, but I would love to be able to check out the, you know, the new Memix. That they're I would really, I would really be surprised if they never made a global ROM for it. Um, it's got to happen because for them to say it's a China only device, like I get where they're coming from with that, but that can't last because this particular fold is one that deserves to be in the grand market. Um, mm-hmm. considering it's basically like, as you were, uh, this is great. We can bring up your, our little conversation from last night during your best of the week. Um, less than 24 hours ago, this happened. <laughs> so what we've gotten are the galaxy fold Two, the Huawei mate mm-hmm. X two, which have yep. the inner fold design. And now mm-hmm. we have Xiaomi doing it, but the big headline of the Mimix Fold is that, granted, this is the pricing in China converted to US dollars. It's still very much more affordable than like the Galaxy Fold 2. It's like it's, a, it's the Xiaomi effect. Exactly. exactly. It is the Xiaomi effect. And even then, the Mi, the Mi 11 Ultra is still a sub $1,000 phone if you convert it, uh, if you convert it directly. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll talk more about the Ultra in a second. But the Fold, the we needed this like we needed a if foldables are going to be what everyone is looking at because it's such a like a vanguard or it's kind of like a high profile or high concept device mm-hmm. we needed one that more people could actually get so i think that xiaomi needs to do it. exactly because the more people use it the more you'll have competition improvements in the technology like don't get me wrong i think the z fold 2 is a great improvement as to what we saw in the first generation like night and day improvement this is what should have been what happened at the beginning but i it but as 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 the Right, the honeymoon ahead, phase. No, 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 no. So Josh is right. He's good. Uh, he said it at the beginning. Sorry, I am. I'm just going to move on now. Um, well, story no, time. No, no. We had um, so TK and I were able to hang out together at the um, Huntington Gardens one time, and this was this was when the Z Fold Two first came out. And, and I actually and was. We need to do that again. So we just, do. Just set I need to renew my. Right I need to renew my membership there. I recently got an email about it. Um, but we could always go to the, the zoo or something. Anyway, um, oh, we could do the zoo. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So at this particular time, I was very lucky to be able to get the Z Fold 2 as JV, um, mm-hmm. which actually ended up meaning I, I used that unit to do Pocket Now content as well, as Jaime at the time was unable to get back to New York and be able to get his unit. So oh, I was, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was double I dipping pretty hard that at that time. Um, so I was using the Z Fold 2, and you know, you were so excited about it, and you were you were you were showing me like or you were trying it out while we were there. I, I even bought it, man. I put I put my mo- my money where my mouth was. I, I I followed through on what we talked about. I paid exactly. the, the full price of it. it but was, you I mean, obviously I mean, with the trade in, but yeah. You were laughing at my reactions because the entire time I just had this like I was very much the opposite of fully excited. <laughs> there, there's there's a little bit of, okay so the 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 school of thought also on, on the approach i think i feel like i typically like to have the bigger design size phones the bigger displays the larger there, there's there's also the form factor the reason the excitement was so high for me back then is because of how much i felt like the first one let me down oh sure and then when i saw that so when for a little bit more also context there so uh josh let me play a little bit with it for about maybe a couple of minutes about five minutes at a time it, it was at the end of our walk we were taking pictures and so on and I finally saw that they fixed the hinge. The the, the hinge actually does sit in, in, in any angle you want it. Uh, the the display on the front it's actually usable. It mm-hmm. is not a you know like a tiny pop up or what. I mean it wasn't, but I'm saying is it's a usable display. So those are the things that you saw the excitement for me. That's why I was so willing to go for it and so much you know so wanting to do all of the things with it. It's just that after a while of using it, 
um, there are there's just they're just the functional things that kind of hit you on a daily basis. I can't put that phone in a in a in a phone holder or anywhere in my car. Like mm -hmm. I can't, I can use it, but then it has to be sitting in a cup holder. Now, if I wanted to prop it somewhere, great on a flat surface, but nothing on a mobile area, so you can't really put it anywhere. Mm -hmm. So there's also the fact that it felt like I think the thickness where the Meta the, the Huawei is doing a much better job, and at least with the what Xiaomi is showing, it looks much better. The thinness of the actual two panels on top of each other. The thickness on the one end over the other it's not a flat experience right when you put a case on it just to even protect it a little bit it just becomes over too much yeah so after a while i actually you know with this i'll use the same excuse with the amount of plethora of devices that kept you know passing through the studio i ended up moving away from it and that's why i'm a little bit feeling like i don't feel like i want to go back like yeah. I don't feel like I feel that bad that I want to take and put my sim back. That in was it. Uh, yeah, and that was that was literally what I was saying back when we first got our hands on the phone, and I was like, you know yeah. what? They're asking me to send it back because these are loaners. It's not like we were able to keep. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we go through those days. Yeah, so I was I was gearing up to send it back, and I remember you were talking to me about it, and you were like, um, "Are you going to miss it?" And I was like, "You know what? No." Um, and, and and I can finally articulate why now that I've really been diving into mobile gaming. Anyone that says that the foldable is great for gaming, doesn't use a controller, and doesn't use like obviously they're they're not playing as heavily as I am. Because while yeah. I could look forward to playing like Wild Rift or um, Call of Duty Mobile or mm -hmm. Genshin Impact on the full the the unfolded screen. Mm -hmm. Good luck putting that thing in a Razer Kichi. Good luck putting that thing in a controller of any sort. What you end up doing is you're you're leaning it on something and playing Bluetooth like away from the phone, and that's just portability. Not, yeah, the portability is just not there uh, for that particular. And and I do judge many of my phones based upon how fun I can game on it. So, so that phone that, was actually that not what I wanted. But it, that also speaks to the ecosystem around the Fold. It never really built up as well as it builds up around other devices, mm. right? So like when you look at accessories, like you were saying, the Razer Kishi, one of my favorite controllers, by the way, every phone I get for the most part literally will go through a Kishi, unless it's a gaming phone that is specifically comes with its own triggers and stuff like that with like the ROG. For me, realistically, the Kishi is my go-to controller, but the ecosystem around the fold at least to this point is not as good like we don't have uh you know uh car holders specifically made for them we have tablet holders but that's not the same mm -hmm. you know what i mean like, at the end of the day you want to be able to use it the way you normally use your devices and you have that flexibility of a tablet that's the promise that was the intent that was the 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 thing that everybody bought into and it, like I said, initially, yes, definitely, it totally f feels that. Uh, and that wow factor of being able to open up the inner display to show a massively bigger display experience works. And it's always great. But I, I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, so what's the difference between that and a 6.8 inch, you know, S S21 Ultra? Like, this is a massive phone, right? All I'm adding is maybe a little bit more to the left of it for a massive, a little bit more bigger experience. For a square screen. For for a and and I and then I think with the experience, the conversation that we had with Juan last night, uh, as you know, as you were part of, uh, in it's I think the orientation is set in the wrong in the in the wrong aspect. I think the duo did a much better job giving us the better orientation where the fold was in a book form as opposed to being more of a you know what I mean. Like I think they folded it in the wrong spot or at least the UI elements. So short answer, there's many things to, to be said about the Z Fold two doing great. Um, I think the camera experience should have been much better than what we got with the Z Fold Two. Like yeah. I think that was that was a big these, chip. These foldables like and and you know what the Mimix Fold is is guilty of it as well. Is mm -hmm. we get the fold, but we get last year's cameras, <laughs> which is like which at, at at some point I'm thinking 
how long could it have been that you were building this that you didn't realize that you should have you should have been parallel developing the cameras on this as your next flagship because to release that with the flagship cameras that you release at the same time that makes it into an even more compelling of a story mm -hmm. but you know we got the fold around the note and roughly around the note and then but we got older cameras like the yeah. note was still a better performer uh, and, you know, and, and it was like an another, and another park. We got a chance to hang out again, and we saw that. And that I got a chance to see the, the Note Twenty Ultra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, we, yeah, we kind of comes down. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's the only places that we can go at the moment, uh, um, right now. Yeah. But yeah, the um, I feel like a lot of the concerns that either were already there for me or popped up for you later, these are all things that are still going to happen with Xiaomi's Fold. It, yeah. I think that's just what's going to happen. It, um, well, it's also a Gen One, so you have to keep keep, keep that fair. in mind. So Xiaomi's is is, is Gen One. Um, even with Oppo's rollable, the Oppo X, um, or even, well, I guess, I don't know if the LG will end yeah, up being anything, know, but you know, yeah. like, uh, but TCL was also kind of jumping in on that as well. So all of these are going to be Gen 1s, uh, but I'm hoping that they've learned a lot from previous generations. F rollable displays have been around for a while with televisions. LG's proved this many times, long time ago. This is not new. So to use that tech on a smartphone, I feel like it's a smarter way to do it. Um, and at least from what we've seen with the X, the Oppo X from the French hands-on experiences that everybody got in Paris for some reason. I don't know how. Right. Um, no, like, but but only there. Like, yeah, yeah. Why? I remember. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's like, but uh, but I'm glad that we are, we're able to kind of see a little bit more on the rigidity of the structure, the crisscross, uh, you know, uh, pattern that they have in there and the behind the display that supports it when it's folded out and it kind of goes back in. That's ingenious. I think that's a great design. Uh, but we, we've yet to see, you know, what, how does it actually live up? Is it really going to become a product? Um, and how do they improve it? But I'm excited to see more foldables. Competition is great. Yeah. Um, so for the last few minutes that we have here, um, I did want to double back to the Mi 11 Ultra, but we do have one more device after that to talk about. So I'll just do some a couple of really quick points on the Mi 11 Ultra. It, it's already an early contender for what might be my favorite phone of the year. Um, mm -hmm. That little screen on the back is proving to me that at least in the Asian market, what we're doing is we're kind of a 7 3ing slash A7S3-ing our phones right now. And by that, I mean the main cameras are obviously great. So if you want to vlog Always. into video content, you're going to have to turn that thing around. But you don't have a viewfinder. And here comes um, here comes uh, uh, Xiaomi with like a tiny little screen there. And, <laughs> and so we're- It's totally usable though. It's totally usable. It's a yeah. tiny, it's a touch panel. You can, re you can actually control things with it. So very, very excited. And with, um, especially with that GN2, the Samsung mm -hmm. sensor that apparently yep. like it's one of the biggest sensors that we've ever had on a phone. Um, so really looking forward to that camera experience. And um, I, I'm very much expecting this phone to be like content creators, one of the top content creators tools. Uh, and sure. by that, I have to also shift my perspective and remember that YouTube is not the only content creator platform um, because you no longer have to rely on a shoddy front-facing camera to get high-quality TikToks, for example. So, like, that's that's something I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, yep. Okay, so you actually have your hands on a phone that I, for whatever reason, did not get. Um, but we have the uh, the what's the term I'm looking for here? We have the entry-level Mi 11 here, so it's the Mi 11 Lite. Actually, the I'll, I will take it even further. It's the entry level to the entry level of the Mi 11 Lite because technically there's two. Oh, really? 
there's two Mi 11 Lights. They released a Mi 11 Lite 4G and a Mi 11 Lite 5G, which oh, was also a surprise no, to me. No wonder Isa had 5G there. I'm like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Isa has a very, Isa has the one, one of the very few 5G models that came out. So anybody mm. in the US, anybody outside of China, or at least in the Asian market, because I'm, you know, she's not in China, but anyways, um, they all got 4Gs. Uh, and that's the one running the 732G. The 780G is running on the 5G, which is oh. the one that she has. So when you compare that, she literally has something that is ahead of a lot of people when it comes down to mid-rangers. Um, but I think as far as the the experience is very much the same. It's same body style, same battery size, same battery charging technology. There's a few optimizations done within the UI to compensate for the fact that it has a, a different processor. But I think overall the experience, it's a light. It's an entry-level experience to the Mi line. I kind of like uh, the design though, like the the, the flatness I, around the sides. Like I kind of like it. Super thin, mm -hmm. very nice, lightweight. Uh, the camera sensor design in the back, totally a me a me sign. Like you put that next to the me eleven, and you're like their brothers or sisters, whatever. They're exactly the same. They're using. They're definitely leaning heavy into the me line. I feel like it's a great design. Like me eleven already looked great. The me me eleven light definitely did not uh, did not skip. On design and the starting point of 299 euros is crazy that for what is you're nuts. getting there for a 780 um, for a 780 that's it, nuts it's, it's it's a it's a it's brand new just announced like hot off the presses announced from qualcomm xiaomi's like i got you i'm like what <laughs> yeah they certainly have we've been waiting for the mid-range since january right so since last year right when they announced the 888 we were like where's the mid-ranger where's the 7 series you know, we saw the 490, we saw everything else. And so like, a little and fanfare now. too. Like we were so excited for the 765. And then I know. like, yeah. here's, here's your 780. <laughs> like, but, you know, but I think the proof is going to end up being is what devices are powered by. We saw how well the 765 Pixel. performed. And, you know, well, no, for sure. <laughs> I think I, 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 I for sure think Pixel is just going to lean heavy into the mid-range because yeah. it's a great processor. It brings in the triple ISP uh, technology as well. Uh, you're getting the 5G integrated modem. There's a whole bunch of things being done here correctly. Um, and Juan and I were kind of debating between 780 and the 870, like which one would it be kind of like either way, they could still get a very good experience mm -hmm. and and without having to kind of go and, and demand the price tag of an 888 smartphone. Yep. Although we we hope that, we hope that Google still provides like an XL or, you know, premium, you know, break it up, you know, like give us the tiered experience. Uh, kind of like a maybe one level extra as opposed to just the three tiers. You, you got the 4A, the 5, and then, you know, an AXL kind of thing. But uh, we'll have to see. I, I'm I'm excited to see what, what other devices are going to be powered. Like Nord, I'm pretty sure Nord is going to lead into that at some point with, with whatever they come up with next. Because we're about, we're roughly at the time where the Nord has been almost a year. So the original Nord, obviously. The, time is a construct. The it all feels so, like, not so long ago. But now, yeah, we are mm -hmm. here. We are in April. Exactly. It's literally April. Oh my God. And you know what I just it is found April out? April 2nd. We had a lot to talk about in this episode more than I thought we did. I even wanted mm -hmm. to go into like April Fool's talk, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, the, the main thing that I was going to put out there is that like, you know, Google decided not to. They, you know, they, yeah. they, 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 they took the, uh, the, not really safe, but like I, I, I agree with them in that regard. But I got to admit a couple of them that came out were pretty interesting, like NVIDIA's 4080. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Ray, the Razer? Uh, oh, I sent that uh, exactly. Uh, I sent that straight to Isa the moment I Issa, saw it. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Uh, I, f I forgot the name of Rapunzel. it. Rapunzel. No, uh, they changed it. Is it just literally? I, th I thought they changed the name a little bit on it. It was like Rapunzel. It's RGB, know. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah RGB hair yeah, dye. Yeah, yeah. So you have I, I saw that first thing nano I thought. technology in your hair oh, that dude. can change color. I mean, that's great. I, I, but that's yeah. Cor 
that's but that's razor though i don't i don't i mean okay just say this say it with me hazel is actually going to happen yeah project hazel is mm -hmm. happening it's not a concept it's are you going actually to gonna wear it though <laughs> so okay so i'll be very honest with everybody guys i can't wear regular masks all the time oh, that's i have a beard that's true the moment i put that thing on all you're gonna see is cool rgb lights and you're gonna see my beard coming from the bottom so i'll never get that full seal it's gonna weird so if I ever do decide to drop all of this and go back to, you know, the old TK look, I guess, maybe, but I would definitely love to have something like that. I mean, um, it, it just for the, for the, just for the pure, for the tech of it. I love tech. Yeah. Uh, I said the same thing about the Tesla. I said, when car meets tech, TK just goes, <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Like, so yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what, what, what Razor has to offer. And, um, but yeah, April Fool's was definitely uh, not as, 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 a, as, as let's say 2019 ish, uh, experience but definitely better than 2020. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So before we derail too hard on uh, mm -hmm. on the conversations, I'm going to go ahead and call it on this episode. Uh, TK, I uh, haven't seen you in a while, so make sure you plug uh, for everybody what, what's coming up. Uh, you know what, guys? It's, it's, it's a lot of cool things. I'm still getting my hands wrapped around the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro, um, as well as just some of the new tech that's coming up. Uh, the Xperia Pro Did is you get back Pocos? in the studio. Uh, I did get the Poco F3, but it came in late, so I also need to kind of get that video out. So gotcha. I, I missed the, I missed the initial launch. Um, somehow my my delivery, and I didn't get the um, I didn't get the Pro. I only the got X3, the F3. Yeah, yeah, uh, F, yeah. I want to say F. It could be F. Huh? No, no, X3 Pro and F3. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I I, I think I got the F3. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah, the F3, F3 in, yeah. which is yeah, the X3 yeah. Pro is like slightly less, but also less money. So that's that's a different uh, one. yeah. They went with the 860. Was again like I think Qualcomm is very much rehashing older CPUs. Like the 855 coming back in 2020 yeah. or 2021 is like yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Poco definitely that is going to be coming up in the next week. Um, but uh, yeah, also uh, hopefully kind of pushing out like I said the Xperia Pro, working on another collaboration with Sony. So uh, TKDSL 8655. Um, on YouTube, inst not YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and of course, just TK Bay, and let the beard guide you. You'll find me very easily. There we go. All right. Well, uh, for everything else, including links to my content and Pocket Now's content, you'll you'll find them in the show notes. But I'll run through them in the outro starting now. The links for TK and all of the places you can find me on the internet are found in the show notes. As far as Pocket Now is concerned, you can always head over to pocketnow.com for the latest headlines and news, and then you can find Pocket Now on all social media networks at Pocket Now. From there, you can hit up the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash pocketnow for content that's coming out pretty much every single day. With all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this edition of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we will see you in our next one. <laughs>